hi everybody i was waiting for someone to come bursting through my my door there so for those who are here this is a impromptu thing as you can see on screen we have sp3 we have connor casey who you're familiar with uh if you watch anything on fightful overbooked because sp3 is here literally every week we do a show together and connor casey is here pretty much every other week he's on pillar to post and he's somebody who actually shows up uh to to this channel unlike the reason we're doing this stream in the first place which is alex mccarthy who didn't show up and we had things booked to do pillar to post today because mccarthy insured me uh <laughs> hannah is here in the chat asking questions uh, I just thought I was going to say, why are you the real? Just why are you the real? Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Jackson, but I am for real. <laughs> why are you the real? I am the real. <laughs> why am I the real champion? Well, that's because Alex McCarthy is a coward, but yeah. we, we don't have to get into that just now. Yeah, we can. He's being a little bitch. So we were supposed to do the show today. I know you. this isn't pillar to post SV3, so you're contractually obligated to be on the show. You're actually not. Um, I, I know, I know. I wouldn't be here if this was pillar to post. <laughs> if you would have went, went ahead and did pillar to post without Alex, I, that would have been against the clause that we made on FMC yesterday. So I wouldn't be doing this, but it's because I, you know, when we're not on pillar to post, I actually like the both of you. <laughs> I, I was I was gonna call this like the pillar to post summit as we were gonna like talk about things and do character and work and everything and I was just like I don't I, I'm too uh I, I I'm too tired for all this I've been up since five o'clock cats throwing up slept on the couch I'm I'm way too tired for all this nonsense so I'm just like let's just so to get backtrack we were gonna do pillar to post Alice McCarthy assured me he could do today and that's why i set it up for today and then of course hours before he's like hey not sure i'm gonna be able to make it today he's got kids you know like kids get in the way of everything so so i've been told uh oh sean rossap is violently ill he said so that's where he is as oh. i've been burying him um i gotta message him in a second uh so kids get in the way of things and, but I had Connor and SV3. They said they, they would agree to, to do the show. I had John Alba also lined up, but he, I'm going to expose John Alba here. Uh, he he said that he had a date last night. Let's send John Alba this link and see how, <laughs> how his date went. He said he had a date last night oh, and man. he wasn't sure if he was going to be able to make it. But I see him tweeting. So obviously, you know, whatever happened happened and he's he already, fine he already did his walk of shame yeah he's already back home and he's who tweeting. goes on a date on a monday night yeah it's supposed to be watching raw like connor casey <laughs> well that's true but also <laughs> that's a weird day to go uh but sv3 and connor agreed to do it and then once mccarthy backed out, i was like i don't like i want to do the connor and and mccarthy thing i've got this all set up and i just didn't try to put together another show so i was just like hey you guys want to just like get together at 11 and talk and then they were like yeah sure so that's what we're doing we're just here to talk if you got questions uh feel free to ask us questions i'll probably just like send this link to a bunch of our pals and so they can pop in this is gonna be a complete train wreck of a show but that's that's what all these shows are send this uh, to palowski i have never been on a stream with him and okay he's one of my favorites me either He's got kids too. See, like That's these people, people with kids, they just they'd be like me. I just shut the door. I tell them, "Hey, don't break anything," and I hope they listen. Y'all need that that one Heath Slater shirt that was just. I got kids. 
Uh, I do. I do need that one. I do. Uh, I, I sent it to Pulowski. We'll see. He, I just send this thing to like people randomly, and they have no idea what they're getting themselves into. Uh, H- Hannah's in the chat. Do we want to bring her in? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> Harsh. No love for the mod. I love, I love the conviction in which he said that. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Yes, I will, I will send her. I, if John Alba pops on, I will send our pal Share Delaware the the uh, the link here. Uh, uh, so Sean Sean Garner says, "Do you guys think Liv beats Shayna at Clash SP3?" I think that's a twofold question of do I do you do I think Liv will beat Shayna at the Clash? Yes. Do I think Liv should beat Shayna at the Clash? It's a no because this is the one thing Triple H Triple H has been doing exceptional at just letting professional wrestling be professional wrestling, not worrying about the sports entertainment. But his booking of Liv Morgan has been the dirt worst. This has been the worst thing that he's done since he's been in power. The the finish to SummerSlam was not good. It made her look weak. Thus, she got booed the following week on SmackDown. And then this past week on SmackDown, when it was just plain as day, just have Shayna Baszler stand tall because she did the move that broke Dakota Kai's arm, that broke Ember Moon's arm, that took out Nia Jax for months. She does it to Liv Morgan with an already injured arm, and Liv Morgan just remarkably comes up and does the worst satisfaction i ever seen because Shayna Baszler had to put herself through a table that was 15 feet away. Like... He has been, it's very obvious so far that Liv Morgan is not really a Triple H girl. So should Liv Morgan be Shayna? No. I think Shayna Baszler should win, but I think Liv Morgan will. Uh-huh. Who do you think wins it? I'm, I'm torn because you're, you're right, SP3. It, it, this has really kind of been the, uh, the big disaster over on SmackDown right now. Um, it just it feels like a weird miscalculation of if we if we have Liv somehow managed to retain, even though she taps, she'll look like the underdog babyface hero, even though that finish really feels like it should have been reversed in that the heel should have tapped out, but survived because they get the pinfall really quickly. And now you've got Shayna trying to break her arm, and I'm just like, are you trying to write her off TV so that it's Shayna and Ronda at the Clash? Which I would love. And I also don't know where they're going with that. So I'm going to say that they're going to keep it on her just for the inertia of, hey, she's the champion. It's less likely that she loses it. But, yeah, it's this whole thing has kind of been a mess. I, I think Liv wins, and it's setting up for Ronda to eventually take it from her i actually like what they've done with ronda uh i don't know if she's a baby face or a heel that's fine make your own make your own decision she's a person which is nice instead of sometimes a robot as they've made her Mm -hmm. uh, be a lot of times so i I think it it, ronda eventually takes it back from her and she might get a big baby face reaction out of that but i think Liv beats shayna though i don't think they're gonna quite put the title on on shayna baszler uh i I think they're gonna cheer shayna in cardiff I don't know. I feel like Liv's yeah. going to get good cheers in Cardiff. 
I, I don't I don't know anymore based on how she's been booked like that. That was like a, that was a near perfect segment overall because you had Ronda Rousey come out looking like a badass pouring the, the money on the on the table. Then she gives her biggest reaction she's given yet. Then she has the whole interaction with Shayna Baszler, which was the most interesting thing about that segment where right. she was like, you used to be a killer because how, why is Shayna Baszler a person that bit off Becky Lynch's neck? telling her you need to follow the rules uh and then Shayna had a pretty good promo then Liv sounded more comfortable she cut a really good promo and then the attack on the arm was good and then they ruined it with the ending like it was just like I was so confused I've been so confused by the booking of Liv Morgan since Triple H has taken over I mean Ashok says how does Liv recover how are you booking Liv out of the, the current sort of situation she's in Connor. You, you steer into the skid and turn her heel. I think I, you know the the promos. Do. The promos have unintentionally kind of pointed in that direction, where she's addressing the crowd, booing her and saying, "Yes, thank you for calling me out of my shit." It's like I want to boo you more now. I, I just <laughs> this isn't redeeming you. So <laughs> I think just just play into it and turn her. Oh, what do you what do you think, SP3? How do they get Liv out of this? Yeah, it's like really tough because based on WWE history, it's like they yeah the the best thing usually to do is just go with the reaction she's getting and turn her heel. But I think Liv Morgan is a really good underdog babyface, so they have to find somehow to get heat on Shayna. That's the way to kind of get Liv back on the right, you know type of reaction because right now she's kind of going to be a tweener and i think the triple threat maybe a triple threat with Shayna, ronda and Liv might be the way to go coming out of this but yeah i mean at the end of the day the probably the best decision is just going with the wave and turn her heel i would not turn her heel because the a shock says it feels too easy and a cop out i agree like that's what they like to do just turn her heel like she was built as the underdog baby face and that's what how fans got behind her you got to somehow just recapture that i don't think they expected her to get booed the way she did after the the ronda thing like i think they did sort of expect that to be like oh ronda's being uh, a little bitch about things and being prissy and whiny like she got pinned but because the tap out maybe the tap out should have come a second after instead of a second before like I thought that the tap was... out shouldn't shouldn't have happened at all. I thought the right finish for SummerSlam and and this is I don't always think this is the right decision, but it was the right decision here. Is Ronda get herself disqualified because she can't beat Liv? Liv gets over that way because Ronda can't beat her, and then the heat of the finish is on Ronda because they wanted to accomplish a few things. They wanted to accomplish Liv going over and protecting Ronda. So the best decision was Ronda getting herself disqualified because she can't beat Liv because that actually puts over Liv, and then the heat would have been on Ronda. I think the tap out should have come after. I'm fine with the tap out. Like if if she gets the pinfall and then like immediately taps. Like afterwards because then she still gets the pinfall it comes after so it's just like well she tapped out to get her to release the hold like you know that that's the you're supposed to tap out so they, they release like that's why she tapped out but she already won and then lives still like maintains some some credibility and still gets cheered ronda can still snap of like she, then that she has like 
not a complaint because now like now she has the complaint of well she tapped you missed this she just is mad that she essentially beat herself and snaps because of it and becomes like a, a jerk about things and, and just goes off the rails i think that would have been a better plan than tap before because yeah ronda looks justified in being mad with this and Liv doesn't look as good as far as like how they can save it have her beat Shayna, have her fight from underneath a lot against Shayna, and then do some type of gimmick match with Ronda. But the problem is, like, you're probably going to have Ronda win, and so Liv probably doesn't look good coming out of that. Uh, I think this is almost, it might just be sort of shot, especially if if the end game is Ronda winning. Like, this title range just might be shot for Liv, and then you end it, and you try to rebuild her after this but i wouldn't just turn her heel and just like oh you people are now booing me even though i worked so hard and you cheered me and you know it was the referee's fault not mine i don't need all i don't need that please don't do that and then there's matt Payne in the comments saying what do you do with charlotte when she gets back have her beat everybody i i actually i have a better idea for how to handle her because the big complaint is that we never know what to do with her if she's not involved in the championship well, let's force that. Let's have her lose a match where the stipulation is she can't challenge for any title no. for a year. No. What is this? And then make her have to do something. No. Why why are you going away? Story, from, Jeremy. No, why are you going away from tried and true WWE booking of put all the belts on Charlotte? Because this is a new regime. That's what the people want. Do the, the people new regime want? loves Charlotte Flair. Are you kidding me? Triple H loves Charlotte. Hashtag bow down. He's the king. <laughs> he he loves this reign of Charlotte Flair. Are you kidding? He's probably the one that pitched all of this. Mm. Now, the, 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 the goal is to just put all the belts on Charlotte. Have her have her beat Bianca. That'll go over well. Have her, have her beat Liv. That, that might actually go over well. Have her beat whoever the tag team champions are when they win it. Have her beat Roman. That's the that should be the end game here. Put all the, the belts money, on Charlotte. The money match. The money match. Yeah. The unstoppable versus the unstoppable. I mean, with, with Charlotte, I thought that the, the logical thing for her to return was to verse the underdog babyface champion of Liv Morgan because that was kind of her, her white whale that she always wanted because they had that match during her initial run on SmackDown where she lost and then she got on commentary like, I'm going to come back better than ever. And then she was off of TV for like eight months and uh, started and then- started taking baths on air and uh returned in a wedding on raw uh so yeah you gotta follow up to that and that would seem like the logical thing to do but they have to kind of go against the wave of these Liv morgan reactions and like i said the best thing to do is to get heat in some way on Shayna Baszler because I think you don't want to mess up what you have right now with Ronda. Even if the even if the the decision at SummerSlam was to turn Ronda heel, right now she's getting bigger babyface reactions than she's gotten since January. So you kind of just have to go with this this kind of tweener badass that she is right now and continue to get those big reactions but you have to find it to get heat on Shayna Baszler because the biggest issue with SmackDown is I don't know what any of these characters are. I don't know what Ra- Raquel Rodriguez is because it's she not the Raquel. and has a great lat spread. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know who she is. All the, they started off a show with, with four women that I don't know who they are by definition. If someone asked me, who are these four women? I was like, well, Shotzi used to ride a tank. 
and throw, you know, shoot balls at people, but she doesn't do that anymore. Uh, Zaya Lee used to have a cool entrance where she was like a Dragon Ball Z character, oh, but she doesn't do that anymore. Uh, Raquel Rod- Gonzalez used to be the muscle and kind of like an enforcer and like a female uh, Diesel, but she's not that anymore. She smiles now. And Aaliyah has no personality. Is Aaliyah. <laughs> that, that's literally that's what she said on breaking ground she's like i'm Aaliyah. i can't she was on breaking ground like that's what? she's been there for yes yeah. yes she's, she's been, been there, there ever he was in the developmental for seven years yeah she's been seven there years ever. legitimately i i don't remember who who i guess it was bloom uh like on the show is like well who are you and she's just like i'm Aaliyah. That's, I'll never forget that. That's all I can think about when I yeah. see her because she hasn't really done enough to like make me forget that she's she's Aaliyah. Who's her developmental longer, her or Dawkins? Because that that's got to be a close race. Oh, I feel like he was in it forever. I think it's her. I think because Dawkins didn't Dawkins get uh, in uh, four? They got called up in 2019, right? Yeah. So she, well, I think they're basically the same amount of time because she came in in 2013. Well, I think maybe she has the longer. Yeah, I think she has longer by like a couple of months. At and least was like went seven years. Profits where they were NXT champs, but were popping up on Raw, but weren't wrestling. Yeah, that was 2019. Yeah. That was when Heyman was in yeah. charge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because Heyman was the one that that Heyman brought them up. Them. He was big on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he loves them. Uh, yeah, Ashok mentions Lacey Evans. I mean, she's just. But she's got a personality. Well, At least I know who Lacey Evans exactly. is, even though exactly that's that's what I was like. I was like Triple H been keeping her off television. That's the only character outside of the title picture that I actually know. She's yep. a is, it, is that a character you want on hates. television? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I do. I do. I'm Ooh, really. I'm Lacey totally Evans stand SP three. I'm just learning of this. My God. She's an American <laughs> hero. I'm all here for it. I'm all here for it. <laughs> and I know SP3 is a Lacey Edmonds stand. I don't mind her as much as a, a lot of people seem to seem to dislike her, but I also don't have like much of a use for her. I do like her character. I mean, I wish they would like stick with one or the other with her, but she commits to it. I'll give her that. Like she totally commits to it. Um I, Triple H is he's always had a good reputation when it comes to like developing female talent and give them giving them like definition when it comes to character i think we'll see that more with raquel who is yeah just smiling hi i'm I'm raquel rodriguez and i just smile a lot and then shotzi will maybe get back to the tank i know she's teased it a few times uh somebody mentioned uh something about charlotte oh charlotte yeah a shock uh triple h had charlotte's nxc yeah he did and then like he's like don't worry about it guys it's gonna play out with eo and who else was it was involved in, in Rhea. that triple? Oh, Rhea, God. yeah, it's gonna play out here. Don't worry about it. She's gonna be back, and it's all gonna pay. And then like, he loves Charlotte. As I'm saying, Charlotte's gonna be fine. Gonna be right back she where is. she belongs. Top of the card, baby. Top of the top for the great Charlotte Flair. Um, bunch of bunch of questions here. Appreciate it, guys. Asking asking yes. some questions. Uh, Matt Payne, I'm trying to get to them all. Biggest roster shakeups you'd like to see. After the draft, give me give me one person who you want to see move from Raw SmackDown or vice versa. SB three. Uh, I want to see Kevin Owens on SmackDown. Really? So we can. I want I want this 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 championship quest 
to go and we get our Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens as tag team champions. The fact that it's been <laughs> six years since these two men have been on the main roster and they had a whole run where they were a tag team and they never even got a shot at the tag team titles is just blasphemous. So I need that to happen. And them versus the Usos just makes so much sense with Sammy's story. Although, you know, KO is going down like the direction of being a heel. But I like Triple H. Triple H is a very much a shades of gray type of guy. We see it with Ronda. I think we should see that with Kevin Owens. If Kevin Owens wants to get the tag team titles, the best person to do it with is Sammy Zayn. So put him over on SmackDown. And plus, in my opinion, his best run... Like in the last five years since he hasn't won a title was on SmackDown when he was when he was there and he had his feud with Roman. Connor, give me a move you'd like to see. Uh, move Seth. Well, so if the draft is happening, I feel like that implies that the brand split is actually going to be enforced again. Yeah. And if that's the case, give me Seth over on SmackDown so that we can keep that Seth Roman thing going. Roman should be on both shows. He's the champion of both shows. They, like, like I said back on Pillar to Post, they can fix that real quick. Just have Drew beat him and then split up the titles. Yeah. I I would like to see... I like KO on SmackDown. I'm not mad at that. I, I love that segment between KO and Drew last night. Problem is, I don't know who's on which show anymore because they, they are all on every show. Like Drew's technically a SmackDown guy. And if you told mm-hmm. me like Drew's part of raw, I'd be like, yeah, sure. That makes sense. Like, <laughs> like he's been on raw enough to where, yeah, he's, he's part of raw. That um, promo we gave last night was better than most of what he's done on oh, SmackDown. It yes. So, it was so good. That whole segment. Owens was great in that segment. The match was really good. Uh, Drew was good. I didn't like, I, I didn't like Drew still like coming out on top after Owens beat him up. And then he yeah. beat up the Usos. Like Usos, he got they got beat by Drew and Madcap on SmackDown, and then Drew just like took him out, even though he'd already gotten laid out by Owens. I didn't like that. Like Drew can afford to. It's a three on one attack. The man can afford to like stay down uh, off of that. He doesn't exactly. need to stay tall. I know that the the back injury is legit, but I was kind of hoping they were going to do the apron bomb. Oh with, with man! Drew. Now because they're they're trying to. I mean, you'd have to take him out of potentially take him out of Cardiff, but you'd have to take him off TV because they're trying to like reestablish that as a killer move and not just, Hey, let's do this for a pop. So I don't know if you, I don't know if you could pull that off. Uh, Maybe here's, here's my new booking idea. Drew McIntyre beats Roman Reigns in Cardiff. Next night on raw, Drew comes out he gets big celebration. Uh, I guess it'd be two nights on raw, whatever. It's big celebration. Kevin Owens comes out. He's like, fight me put one of these titles on the line i don't care which one put them both on the line drew's like all right i never back down from a challenge kevin owens wins both these titles powerbombs drew gets them off television so he can go rest up you get kevin owens as the double champion you mean ko is winning all the titles ko and charlotte just ruling the whole thing i'm here for that i'm totally here for that i and i totally agree with you with last night that was like the best part of the show that promo was electric uh, they had great chemistry in their matchup. The match was a banger, and they even liked the finish. Uh, I was like, I was like, neither when they when they said this was a match, I was like, neither one of these guys should lose. Yeah. So the DQ finish was perfect. The only thing that wasn't perfect is once again the Usos look like chumps, and mm-hmm. they look like chumps on on SmackDown losing a non-title match to Madcap Moss. They can't beat Madcap. Like you exactly. can't just pin Madcap. Like, 
Yo, I was like, you could have pinned Madcap and then did the post-match that they did with Drew standing tall. They yeah. could have accomplished both of those goals, but they they had to have Drew win. I was like, oh, come on. And you, You're easily better than write, you can easily write around that of, all right, Drew and Madcap, they were, they were feuding last time I checked. Like, they, they, they were feuding. But Drew, even in the loss, could have been like, you know, I respect you coming out there when no one else would. Like, you didn't go at work our way. Like, they're the... Undisputed tag team champions, they got their whole lives together. Like, you know, but I still respect you. Like, thanks for that and everything. And then, like, Madcap still gets a little bit of a rub. I don't need, I don't like when champions lose. I know Sean got a bunch of shit on Twitter, but like, I don't like when the champions lose to non title matches. And I definitely don't like it when tag team champions lose to non established tag teams. I understand if it could be two single stars who are like top tier stuff, but. Madcap was trying to kill Drew McIntyre earlier this year. Drew was trying to kill Madcap, and they've never teamed together. I don't need them beating the tag team champions. Mm-hmm. My mother Especially if it's, not, if it's not leading to a title match. Like, you'll, you'll get the people that, of course, the WWE fans that will be like, well, AEW had the Young Bucks lose to Penta and uh, Eddie Kingston. That led to a title match. They have never had one of their champions lose a non-title match and not have it lead to a title match. The reason that people are complaining about the Usos losing there is that it's Drew McIntyre and Mad Cat Moss. You, not a lot of people complained when it was Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. By the way, Drew McIntyre is 2-0 and with two different partners against the Usos in tag team matches. And, you know, it, Mad Cat Moss was there to lose. There's no other reason to have him there. Yeah. And, and SP3, you bring up AEW, and it reminds me of, you know, whenever, like, an impromptu tag team tries to take on FTR, they lose simply because it's FTR. But when you put CM Punk and John Moxley together, they manage to pull out the win because it's those two. Like, yeah. It, yeah. it establishes, hey, this is a hell of a tag team, and it took two titans of the singles division in order to beat them. Yeah. Like, I love when that point gets across. I hope hope the Usos get some revenge on McIntyre on on Friday. Uh, they're just gonna see. get booted when they're in Cardiff. Like that, we know where this is going with that. Are they facing? Who are they facing in Cardiff? Like they don't. Nobody? They're not booked yet. Oh, they're not okay. booked yet. Yeah, they they, they have like I, I said when uh, they beat the Street Profits. That was back to back finishes that just baffled me because that was the match before Ronda and Liv. But that finish when Usos won, I was like then why the hell did we do the Street Profits Usos again after they had a classic at Money in the Bank? You thought adding Jeff Jarrett and no stipulation was going to make it better? There was, like, no reason to do it. It was just like, now where does the tag team division go? I'm I'm a little bit happy that now we got Hit Row as a babyface tag team that they can build up eventually to go against the Usos, even though that match doesn't, you know, blow my mind. At least it's something. At least it's something. It's better than what we were. Because I'm sorry, I've seen the Usos in New Day. It's always good. Sometimes it's great, but I've seen it about 437 times. So I don't I'm, need to see it. I'm just gonna say this about Hit Row. Like I love them as a group, and I love the act. They're really missing something without Swerve. Yeah. Like they they need a, a ring general in there as a fourth guy. I, oh, I made the 100%. comparison. It, it's like going to a Destiny's Child's concert and there's no Beyonce. It's like going to an NSYNC concert and there's no <laughs> Justin Timberlake. Yeah. yeah wow. it's like, <laughs> that's, that's, that's slander against J.C. Chavez, okay? That's hey, Top Dollar. Top Dollar is a good J.C. Chavez, but he ain't no Justin Timberlake. <laughs> 
I'll never forget JC trying to steal Justin Timberlake's moment at the, the MTV VMA awards when Timberlake's doing his big medley and NSYNC comes out and they do their stuff. And JC's like, baby, baby, baby. Just like off, just wasn't part of the song or anything. He just did it after the whole set was over. Oh, and it's like, God. JC, he's singing for that contract, baby. He's trying, he's trying to get that max deal right here. He knows millions are watching. He's trying to get that deal off of this. Bless him. Uh, Ace Shock says, "Is that shareholder SEC WWE story true? Which which one? Which one? I don't. Yeah, uh, they they did a bunch of SEC filing. So if you if you get more clarity, uh, we can we can answer that. Yeah, uh, I, I had to look up what um sufficiently complete meant in like business terms because I'm like, wait, <laughs> you say complete? Is it complete? Is it done? They, they just, I consulted yeah. Brandon Thurston's Twitter. Is all." That's that's the easiest thing to do. Just whatever Thurston says, just take it as, as being correct. Uh, Matt Payne says, which AW stars do you want to see at Wrestle Kingdom? Connor? Kenny. As soon as I, I posted this story, I went, Kenny Osprey, make it happen. Because that uh, they, they could meet in the that one for years. And they could meet in the trios thing. I don't think they are. I think that uh Kenny they, or not Kenny. They meet in the semis if they went if they both win. Yeah, I think Osprey and Ozzy Open are losing though. Like the Aussie Open guys feel like they're there to to take that loss because they're they're facing a death triangle. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think they're gonna like they're gonna play because Death Triangle just lost to Andrade and Roosh as well. So it feels like a death triangle when Aussie Open guys are there to to take the loss. But Osprey returning to AEW TV certainly gives a little hope that like hey Kenny and uh Kenny and Osprey mm-hmm. may happen. But who do you want to see from AEW at Wrestle Kingdom SV three? Yeah, the initial thought was definitely uh, Omega Osprey because that's the match that they just seem to be building to the most. But definitely would love to see uh, John Moxley back in uh, a New Japan proper in Japan. And I want to see CM Punk versus Tadahashi. Tadahashi doesn't have an obvious match for Wrestle Kingdom. So I think that's the way to go. Like with Osprey. He has plenty of options at this point, honestly, because they did the whole angle with Shibata at, at Forbidden Door. And when that happened, I was like, you could do Shibata versus Osprey at Wrestle Kingdom because they're only going to save Shibata for that big show, in my opinion. So that would be a good one to go to if you can't get Kenny over. But I would go with Punk versus Tadahashi at Wrestle Kingdom. Will Shibata take a hidden blade? Because that's the thing that took oh, out man. Kabushi. I, they'll tease it. I don't know if they actually want to like risk pulling that shit off though. Yeah. I mean, Osprey, like I know I'm pretty sure he was joking when he said it, but it might, it might have to be true where he was like, get this guy to sign a waiver. Cause I ain't going to be liable for kill. <laughs> Osprey don't hold back on that shit. No, he doesn't. He kills people with that move. And you're talking, I, I know Shabbat is like somewhat cleared and stuff, but there's a difference between going in there against Will Ospreay and going in there against Yu Yamura or whoever he faced, Ren Narita, I can't remember. It was Ren Narita. Yeah, like there's a big difference between between those two matches. They're just doing exhibition grappling with Zack Sabre where there's like no no striking and stuff. Yeah, that you... You don't want to... You don't want to take a lot of Ospreay's offense if you've got those kind of issues because he murders people with some of that stuff. 
Very true. Oh, Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. as well. I think that should be because Sabre Jr. Can you say it in his promos? He was like, if you really want to prove you're the best technical wrestler in the world, he's like, you got to come to Japan. I'm not going back to the U.S. I hate the U.S. I'm done with it. Come to Japan now. So. And Zach I, is so annoying with the, that was not technical wrestling, which is why I lost. <laughs> that was not because I, <laughs> I don't think that, I don't, I don't think CM Punk and Tanahashi is happening at Wrestle Kingdom. I, I think that Tony is going to kind of kibosh that one. Like, yeah, if we're doing this match, it's happening. Because that's basically what he did with Moxley and Tanahashi. He's like, yeah, right, this, sure. this ain't happening unless I'm promoting it. And I'm the one kind of getting getting the uh, the gate off of this yeah. match, and, and I think it's going to be same thing with CM Punk and Tanahashi. Uh, I, my expectations are a little bit lowered for Wrestle Kingdom. Like it's cool. Like Moxley, he's been there, so like yeah, I could I could see him doing it. As far as like a first time guy, I could see Danielson, which I realize doesn't like fully lower expectations. I could see Danielson. I think they might send uh, Cole and O'Reilly and Fish over there they've wrestled in new japan before they've done roh stuff with new japan i could see them going over there and doing something if Um, they do i demand that adam cole get his old new japan theme back which is just him shouting adam cole baby over and over (laughs) it's the greatest entrance theme ever (laughs) i that that's that would be great that would be great um yeah that's kind of where my expectations are are cole O'Reilly and Fish doing some stuff with New Japan more than yeah we're gonna see CM Punk or even Kenny. I mean, Kenny's a possible. I mean anything's possible, and it's Wrestle Kingdom. They got too nice to fill. Like, but my expectations, I try to keep that stuff low. Honestly, I don't try to go too high with that. Uh, let's see what other kind of questions we have here. Who takes one of the titles off of Roman? We did this on on Pillar to Post, but is any any opinions on this changed? It's it's Drew. Get all the way out of here with that carrying cross nonsense. Just hater, get out why, of here with that. Why are you a hater? Because I am. Because I am a hater. Because <laughs> when Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano are both telling you you suck, while Triple H is still the one calling the shots, something's wrong. Hater. <laughs> SP3. What do what do you think uh, with the title? Uh, I, I'm still thinking it's Cody. I don't. I'm not convinced that Drew is gonna win these titles in Cardiff. I know that's that's probably you know the best decision to get the big roar of seventy thousand people in that stadium. But I, it just doesn't feel like to me it's he's the right guy to end this two year run. If Cody were coming back in like a month, I'd believe you. But we still that's still just so up in the air that we could still be sitting here in november going when's cody coming back and i don't want to wait that long for them to finally move forward with the roman thing cody might be coming back in a month you never know you 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 know you never know like john cena because i (laughs) i don't i'm not sure he might be the man wrestled with that shit like i ain't putting nothing past cody Rhodes. like the fact that he went out there and wrestled with that torn bicep, like I, I fully believe he'd be back in the ring. Then, like the he was teasing money in the bank for Christ he was, like, and, I, and he I, was, I really wanted him to win it with one arm. He was totally teasing that, and I think he was teasing it because he was very serious about wanting to do he, it. He's teased Cardiff. 
He did yeah. the whole. He retweeted the the Clash of the Castle tweet with the eyes emoji, and then and then deleted it. Like no one was supposed to see what he did. Like <laughs> he's very he's very serious about this. I Cody could be back tomorrow night. He's just on Dynamite, but still under AEW contract. You just show up on Dynamite and just be like everybody watch. Uh, sorry, I meant to be contract. Everybody watch SmackDown on Friday. Yeah, Great. when you asked about the Wrestle Kingdom thing, for some reason Cody's name popped into my head. I'm like, Fuck, he'll Let's show up. Crazy. Let's he do doesn't it. care. <laughs> Bless that man. He doesn't care. He'll show up. Uh, HR from last night, they claim shareholders saying that without Vince, it would fall apart. Uh, WWE put out a statement that was like part of their 10 uh, Q filing, where in the statement it was like, yeah, without Vince, like there might be some might adversely affect more more uh you know publicly yeah, traded terms mm-hmm. that they like to use Go ahead they were like it, it might hurt our ability to make uh popular characters yeah popular creative storylines i was yeah. like i was like has this has these people been watching the product for the last no. six seven years like the, the thing is is like because they're publicly traded because they were asked about this today uh brandon ross from from Lightshed, who like actually kind of like covers and, and watches the television compared to all these other shareholders who don't care they're just looking at the money um he asked about like the, the creative aspect behind it but they put out these statements to essentially just warn shareholders and so like if you say these things of like well vince has been here 40 years this is all these people know and if you say like hey this is a big change could adversely affect these things the shareholders can be prepared for it like oh okay well we understand if, if the stock might go down and everything now but if you know the television is good and the stock rises like it's been, then it's like, well, shit, we're good. Everything seems to be running smoothly with, with Triple H and Stephanie and Nick Khan. So it's very much a let's lower expectations and then try to over deliver on mm-hmm. this stuff. And, you know, if things do go down or anything like that, or people are unhappy, then all right, you'd be like, well, we, we told you it'd be a transition period. Give us give us six months, give us a year. We'll, we'll turn this ship around. So it's all about just their perception in the eyes of the stockholders. But WWE, they said that before. They said that. Like they were saying that while Vince was there. It was like, if he ever yeah. leaves, we're fucked. Yeah, so they, yeah, they, they, yeah they've, they've put that in statements before. So this was basically just them reiterating that now that it, it's actually happened. And again, it's all, this is what we have to tell and show our stockholders who don't actually watch our television and just just care about our bottom line and care about their own bottom line. So yeah, and I would put the- too much stock into it. And with the deals with NBC Universal, Fox, Saudi Arabia, they're still going to be raking in record profits, regardless of what happens on television. Yeah. So they're kind of. Yeah. What's funny is Triple H is kind of playing with house money right now. Yes. Where he can really try anything, as long as there's a product on TV, nobody cares. Yeah, he's he's like he got he got inherited this you know this house that's making a whole bunch of money, but all the furniture is very shitty inside. So all he's doing is redoing the furniture. He's just interior designing it. That's all he's really doing at this point. And he's going out to the dumpster behind it. He's like, they kept throwing away these chairs. Put them back in. <laughs> yeah, like, we got to get back these chairs in here. These chairs are really nice. <laughs> we can use this these. This chair says Dakota Kai. Put it back in. <laughs> Tony Khan already raided that dumpster. He's like, oh, shit. He's a really like nice. Malachi Black. Yeah. <laughs> some really nice pieces of furniture. Let's, let's get all of this. 
Uh, Dilo Dick says, you think the, the LFI Elite main event's tomorrow? Are they open to show? I, I think they saved Kenny's thing for yeah. the main event. You can open with Danielson and Garcia. Yeah. What do you guys think of the, the being the Elite tease with the, like, the opening sound of Kenny's entrance theme hit right as the camera cut? Like, that was I really mean, cool, They Loved are, it. yeah. They're trying to tell you without telling you. It's very much similar to the CM Punk thing of like, hey, we don't want to like outright say we've got CM Punk, but we're going to tell you enough to where you you tune into this and you're happy that he's back. And that's what they're they're doing here. They're very good about delivering yeah. on this stuff. They don't tease a lot of stuff and then come up short with, with expectation. And some, I'm, I'm sure it's happened. Um, but for the bigger ones, if they're going to tease something, they're, they're typically going to deliver on this. They're not going to do this and then Brandon Cutler's on Yeah, I, I was worried about that. And I'm like, no, that's WWE thinking. Get that out of here. <laughs> yeah. It, like, if they do that, the, the, the backlash would just be way too much. Like, if they try to pull yeah. something like that off. So, I don't, I don't think they're doing that at all. I just love the subtle teases that they did, like the the Backstreet Boys shirt, yeah. uh, the 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 Eminem's sneakers, uh, and even last week on Dynamite with Hangman saying you need a partner that hasn't turned your back on, that hasn't turned their back on you, like those little things, and just the overall storytelling of the Elite Saga. I think five, ten years from now. People are going to be talking about this because it's really it's the first time in wrestling that I can truly remember where they really let like they are teaching you real life lessons and mm -hmm. really like emotionally in-depth layered character work and stuff that, you know, for longtime fans, you just pop over. Like I popped when Hangman turned them down because the whole story of Hangman started with him asking the Young Bucks to be in his corner at All Out 2019 and they turned him down and he's turning them down to be there. Their six man tag team uh, partner to be in somebody else's corner at all out. So it's like, it's so great and so layered that it just, it pops you for the people that pay attention. Mm -hmm. It's good stuff. It, it really is. Um, I, I know people did like threads on Hangman and Omega leading up to the full gear match. And I'm sure the story ain't, ain't over at all. I mean, there was even at full gear where the Bucks like gave the nod to, to Hangman. Like they, they got to circle back around to that at some point. And I don't know what happens with, with Kenny and, and the young bucks. And he sees that nod. Cause even Kenny, when he's like, I haven't watched the match back yet. So I, I assume he's had a lot of downtime. I would imagine he's watched his, his match against hangman page and they'll address that at some point. You still have to pay off with the, the under the undisputed guys. How are yeah, they you you got to address the fact that they murdered Adam Cole. And they, they even mentioned that at all out. They're like, anyone who can get me is already dead. And then yeah, dead. yes, <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot to, to play off of here. And then at some point, Cody's going to be resurrected and mm -hmm. it'll, that'll, that'll really tie up. And then MJF's going to cut a promo about, no, you don't get to just come back and be embraced by everyone. You turned your back on us. <laughs> is MJF coming back? Where are we at on MJF? He's Connor? coming back. They don't, they when? don't, Whenever they honestly, whenever like there's a spot for him, because what was the big joke right after he left? It was like, oh, right after this happens, the Wall Street Journal report breaks and then Vince leaves and then Triple H takes over creative. It's like he got he got pushed so far into the background so quickly because a bunch of other stuff happened in June and July that I kind of don't blame them for just saying nothing and waiting for a bit of a lull period. And he goes, surprise, bitches. I've been here the whole time. I don't when yeah. like 
people have said all out like you got omega coming back danielson's back punk's coming back do you just bring him back at the end of all out i mean they did the double double entrance last year at all out i think it depends yeah. on if they're gonna go ahead with the punk heel turn because i know punk's like it he's in here's he he's out in interviews being like oh it'd be a waste for me to give up the connection i have with fans if i turn heel when in reality we all know his best stuff has always been when he's a heel so i and i think they recognize that too so if he's heel what do you do with max who is the ultimate piece of shit I think I think it should probably be at all out because if CM Punk's beating Moxley, you need a hook. You need a hook after that that's going to make people keep watching because I, I know there's going to be a lot of people that are disappointed that Moxley, you know, did a lot of work to make the AEW World Championship important again. It feels like the top star in the company has the title now, and when he went face-to-face with Punk, it felt like the two top stars are going at it, and this is the most important match coming up in wrestling. So I think you need a hook going further after that. So MJF returning, laying out CM Punk in his hometown and getting a getting cheers might lead to the Punk heel turn. So you can kind of put all those things together because I feel like wherever MJF comes back, people are going to pop for him. Jeremy, uh, Sean Rossington's sap has uh, returned to Twitter, just so you know. Yeah, he said he, he got sick. He ate some bad stuff. I mean, I, I'm probably going to get, get in trouble for exposing more of uh, my friends. But, yes, he he, he said that uh, he wasn't feeling well. Gosh, so Hope you feel better, Sean. No, absolutely not. I, I need you to feel better at 8.30 when the financials call was going on. That's when I needed him to feel better. Yeah, can I Can I just – can we vote to never have those be first thing in the morning again? I No, I – so here's the thing. I don't mind it being at 8.30. I hated – so it used to be – been in this game a long time. It used to be 10 o'clock on Thursdays, 10 a.m., which is a nice little time. Like I'm, I'm cool with – I'm cool with 10 a.m. During the pandemic – they moved it to 5 p.m. on a Thursday. After I, the market would close, yeah. Absolutely hated, hated the 5 p.m. on Thursday because I'm trying to wrap up my day by 5 o'clock. I don't need to sit for another hour and, and listen to, to Nick Khan and Vince McMahon barely get words out and give more color on things and just say words that I don't understand because I'm not invested in any of this stuff. Odiba, Obita, whatever these Obita. words mean. Yeah. Sure, that stuff. I don't care about that. I've never seen a CM Punk match before uh, Revolution, so I don't know anything about Obida. Obida. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what a day that was uh, over the weekend. Uh, regardless, back to back to the point. So I've been wanting them to move move it off of 5 p.m. And so when they were like 8:30, I was like, yeah, great. I'm up by seven o'clock every morning. Eight thirty is fine. Like I'm, I'm locked in. I'm cooking by by eight o'clock, so I'm good with eight thirty. It was the fact that they like announced it on less than twenty four hours notice that was like, okay, what are you guys trying to pull here? Like you're not giving anybody a heads up on this thing. So and then they they went through it. I'm I was cool with covering it. Uh, usually we have a system of, of how we do things with these financials calls at Fightful. And because Sean was out and we did not expect him to be out, uh, our, our system got a little bit broken and that led to some frustrations for me. But we eventually all got it handled. But I'm cool with 830. 
I'm very cool with that. I, I think the, I think the ten move is fine. I'm fine with that too. Just don't yeah. do five. Five is annoying. Anything that happens at five, I'm annoyed by it. Um, <laughs> Senior Nerd says it's about time for WWE to take take out NXT 2.0 off the USA Network and bring it to Peacock, so the shows will be taped and botches can be edited out. Oh, that's a that's a nice little question. What do you think, SB3? I would love that. Honestly, because NXT, yeah, should not be on mainline television. Like, it's very, it, for a while there, it was especially not comparable to the other three shows. Regardless of the quality of Raw and SmackDown, that just felt more big time than a bunch of developmental guys who are making mistakes, uh, you know, on national TV. I think the best thing for them, yeah, is to have the show's tape. And especially with what's going on with NXT UK, with those guys not having anything booked for the rest of 2022 in Great Britain, if they're going to ship a bunch of guys to the Performance Center, then, yeah, you probably should make it, a, you know, a tape show. And then you can spread out the talent. You don't need to have the talent like, you know, the, your Braun Breakers and, uh, you know, your Tony D'Angelo's on the show every single week. When NXT was taped in bunches before, you would have one or two guys having matches this week, then another set of guys having matches this week another set of guys having matches the third week and then do the whole formula over again you can have promos with the same guys every week but having a match with uh, you know those guys that are just developing isn't it's good to get them reps but on national tv you can't hide a lot of their weaknesses what do you think connor so this reminds me of an interview i did with johnny gargano back at the start of the year and i asked him had NXT stayed as it was through 2019, not reacted to AEW, you know, getting put on TNT, not, you know, expanding yourself to two hours a week, becoming a live show, uh, being on USA Network. If you had just stayed as you were, would you, would anything, would NXT black and yellow, black and gold still be a thing right now? Would the 2.0 reboot have needed to happen? And he said that honestly, it's too, it's too big of an event for if you if you pluck that domino, you have no idea what happens next. And he made the argument that, you know, even before Dynamite was announced on TNT, NXT was already looking into, are we going to start going full on tour as opposed to always being in full sale? They wanted to get on USA. They wanted to get on TV. They wanted to expand before the AEW thing happened. Now, people will claim, oh, they're they're not connected. No, no, no. I think one accelerated the other. I think the moment that the Turner deal got announced, they went, okay, we got to get this thing rolling with USA, which is why there was that, that weird couple of weeks. Hey, John. John Alba's here to yell at me. Hey, John. But uh, they, they had those weird couple of weeks where NXT, like the first hour was on USA, and then they bumped back to the network. That was just yeah. to get people used to that idea. I think that if they were to, it, I think they can go back now. I, I think that this experiment has proven itself to where, you know, you really, you, you don't put AAA baseball. John understands this reference. You don't put that on NBC. You, you, you put that on, on the small, regional, local channels that you got to dig through to find them if they're there at all. You, you don't. You don't put them right up. You don't put the Kansas City T-Bones 
you know, head to head with the Kansas who? City Royals. Exactly. Exactly who? They're they're the independent double A team based out of, based out of my hometown. Oh, okay. You don't put them up against the Royals head to head and ask him, hey, beat them in the ratings. It's not gonna happen. And yeah, you know, like SP3 said, the you know, you've got guys who are learning, they're gonna make mistakes. And that doesn't need to be for all the world to see. You you this is the 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 on the tightrope that they're walking, you're allowed to have the net underneath it for now. That net can be taken away once they're on the big stage. Jonathan Alba, how are you? Tired. What are you not? <laughs> you don't what sleep. What time did you do your walk of shame? You don't sleep. You don't sleep, John Alba. No, well, that's exactly why I'm tired. I don't sleep. So you should yeah. sleep. Why why are you doing this stupid show with us? Didn't go go take a nap. Nice guy. Go with, you are a very nice guy. You you're trying to get me in trouble with uh Timothy Orton, though. I don't know how I feel about that. I have not tried to get you in trouble. In fact, I defended you. You name dropped me on I, this podcast. I named I name dropped you because I was defending you because she's like, they're making shit up. I didn't say this. I'm like, Kim, you said all this stuff. Go back and listen. She's like, no, nah, they're just making it up. And I literally clipped the clip for her and sent it to her. And I was like, you said this. They transcribed it. And she's will like, she oh. and Randy, will she and Randy come to my wedding? Um, I can ask. Thanks. <laughs> there you go. Um, Great. I don't know how well that's going to go over, but I can ask. <laughs> I think Randy might be feeling a little sore around that point, and it's not from any extracurricular activities at Madison Square Garden. So he does. He doesn't have to do anything at the weddings. Show up, say hi. Be great. And a few RKOs, and off you go. I don't even need to do any RKOs unless he unless he does it, John Alba. That'd be great. Uh, but otherwise, I don't need him to to hit any RKOs. Just say hi. Are say you hitting? Sh- are you hitting V triggers at your wedding? No, we're filming. I'm gonna film bits at my wedding, but I don't know how it's gonna go over. <laughs> I'm gonna film stuff. We did a challenge, fightful challenge, fantasy draft the other week. Uh, SP3 Share and I. Yeah, so I want to film bits with that. At the wedding. So, so John, are you going to tell us what, what's up with the Monday night date? Like, like no, let's not talk about this. Let's not talk let's about, not about talk that. About okay. This. No. <laughs> okay. Inquiring minds want to know. No, I'm sorry, John Alva. I'm sorry. I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not going to. We're not going to talk about this. I'm sorry. Let's move on. Uh, I don't know if anybody else had any questions. Cora Jade's heel turn. That's what the people want to talk about. Trash. Cora Jade's heel turn. What are you drinking? What is this? <laughs> what are you drinking, John Alba? It's noon where he is. It makes it's sense. noon. It's noon. It's five o'clock here, so it's five o'clock somewhere. Legitimately, what are you drinking? It's not important. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if John Alba's doing character work or not, but it's tremendous. What do you think of the Yankees, John Alba? Heard you've never talked bad about them in your life. I, I for one, have never. Two, two and eight in their last ten. Is that right? It's not what you want. Not what. You want. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I here? Aren't we doing a show? What? What? What's the? No, we were supposed to do a show Wait, with Alex, Alex McCarthy. McCarthy. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You weren't even gonna tell me. 
I now I just sent you the that I had to do today to do your program. <laughs> you weren't even gonna tell me that we weren't doing a program. Oh, we are. I mean, you're here. We can, we can like, we're just bantering about John Alba. This is abusive. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> As Peter Griffin would say, this is morbidly obese. <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me? We're what, just here. What, what do you want to know? What, what do you want to know, Jeremy? What, what are you here shooting the shit about? Cora J. Teal turn. That's what the people want to I, know. I cannot say this kindly enough. I literally have no thoughts on Cora J. Teal <laughs> Like none whatsoever. I, look, it, I, I may as well provide some value of being here, right? Um, you already have. I, <laughs> you really have. <laughs> <laughs> the, the NXT program that's on television um I'm, I'm really curious now that we have this regime change if we see a shift in direction at all in terms of its presentation i don't anticipate that we will it yeah, seems yet, so it seems well i would imagine they're prioritizing the main roster right now as they should be but i i, it, I would imagine that a lot of the edict that came from the changes in nxt likely came from uh, the Nick Khan side of things in terms of marketability and uh, branding. So I don't particularly see that changing. Uh, so I, I, you, I think when I came in, you were talking about viability on uh, over the top service versus cable. I, the one thing that WWE has proven time and time again in the last few years is that it's not going to walk away from money. So if, if, and understandably that's a business. So if, if USA or NBC universal or whatever entity is offering money to broadcast a show that is extremely cheap to produce, it's not on the road. It's produced in house. I, I don't see them walking away from that under any circumstance. Truthfully. Makes sense. They should, they should air it. They, they should air it on NBC, put NXT on NBC and keep, keep the main keep raw and USA, whatever. Why? Why are you giving me that look, SP3? I don't where, agree with Connor Casey. That where they, would they, NXT fit on NBC? Exactly. I don't know. Saturdays, they got they got spots open on Saturdays. It's supposed to be a Saturday show, but they they would probably draw a lot more still doing self-produced put it, content. Put it on before football. Put it on before football on Saturdays. Like a lead into a Notre Dame game? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know this is what that... we need. That seems very secular. Yeah. I don't know what that word means. That's okay. <laughs> you can't use these big words <laughs> with me, John Alba. Understood. John, how, how, I'll, I'll ask a question. How how was Starcast weekend for you? I was I was gone for most of it. Um, it was it was pretty. What bad. are you opening? Um, I, I obviously was on air for like a long period of time, so it was a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I very much enjoyed getting a chance to interact with so many great wrestling fans. I enjoyed getting to see you. I enjoyed getting to see many of my pals. I enjoyed seeing a throwdown go down on the floor of Starcast. Oh yes, um, I enjoyed hosting the. Um, Someone read this label so we know what Jonathan Alba is drinking. Someone pause it. The Extreme oh, Life of Matt Hardy. Uh, that from Nashville. I did. The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy panel on pay-per-view. It's a great podcast. Is that a whiskey? 
Yeah. Of course. Are we allowed to drink on these shows? <laughs> He's got different bottles. He's got J-Mo. He's got J-Mo, ladies and gentlemen. What's happening? I was told there was going to be a program here today. <laughs> <laughs> well, blame Alex McCarthy, as always, for that. Yeah. So here's what happened. Here's what happened, Jonathan Alba. Uh, we were going to do Pillar to Post at noon, and Alex McCarthy was supposed to be here because he's apparently the champion. I can't strip him of his title due to contractual reasons. And then Alex McCarthy, of course, says, I can't do it. I have kids. Like, that's a viable excuse. And so he wasn't able to do it. it is. So Connor, SB3, and I just decided, well, let's just talk a bunch of shit for however long we decided to do that. And so I've sent this link to people, but I did not clue you in uh, no, that there was no show. So I just sent you the link and it was like, here, just come on and talk with us. So the pillar to post title is in a state of abeyance. Is that no, I, I am the Connor's interim the interim champion. champion. I am the John Moxley of mm. pillar to post. Okay. Yeah. That's and like John Moxley, I'm kind of getting tired of that interim uh, tag. Yeah. I agree with you. One of my accomplishments. Yeah. That's going to be a really interesting situation. Come all out. Because yes. Connor against Alex McCarthy. I think Connor's yeah. going to kick the shit out of him and all out. Honestly. <laughs> well, there's there's the whole idea that Punk is walking into Chicago. He's going to be beloved, all that stuff. It's not but Chicago think- with Schomburg, but continue. You know, I know what you mean. But well, we learned hard last year that it was definitely not Chicago, and it was very much covered. <laughs> but um, the the thing about that is, John Moxley has certainly earned his stripes this year more than ever. So you could make a good faith argument that John Moxley should walk in there and leave as the unified champion. I think you can make a very good faith argument in that. I think you can make a good faith argument that John Moxley is the pro wrestler of the year for 2022. He is. He is. There's no there's no argument in my opinion. I think I he think just Dax, is. I think Dax would like a word on that conversation. Well, He's a part of the about, best tag oh, team. I got tag a text. I got a text from Dax that FTR was not on my Mount Rushmore on the Hardy podcast this week. Ooh. And that the Bucks were. And boy howdy did I hear about it. Um but <laughs> But um, at least he listens. That's oh, good. He did, they oh, did. Absolutely. That's good. He listens um, to the podcast. But uh, <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, but uh, Dax, Dax has been amazing. Speedball Mike Bailey, I think, has been one of the best yes. pro wrestlers in the world this year. So, yeah. I don't think Takesh just had a bad match on television. No, but I don't know. No. If put him in the pro wrestler He's been breakout. But it's it's a number of things for wrestler of the year. It's it's where you're at. It's the type of the big matches that you have. So that's why I think Dax he's he's a good he's a he you can make an argument, but I don't think there's an argument against John Moxley. With with Dax, you could say he's a tag team guy. Most of his best matches have been in a tag team. With Moxley, he's done tag team. He's done five five on fives, blood and guts, anarchy in the arena. He's had great singles matches. So. I will, I will say that from what he came back from, too. Yeah, exactly. The I will story, say this. Yeah. Just like last year, I feel like Danielson could swoop in and take these last four months What's and make it? a really strong argument. I would love that. Because he did the exact same thing last year. It was like he had a great start of the year, great end of the year, but we gave it to yeah. guys like Roman and Kenny because of their tenure. Yeah. Yeah. John Alba, can you beat up Dax Harwood? I'm not going to do that. Because I don't think I can. Okay. I didn't ask if you would do it or not. I just wonder if you could. I think Dax Harwood is a pretty tough man. 
ideas. Seems like it. I so I don't so. I don't think that would benefit me in any way to even attempt to do so. You could go viral. I mean, yeah, for all the bad reasons, then I'd have Reddit trying to cancel my career again, like they've done three times. And can we fight Reddit? I would love to fight Reddit. Blood <laughs> like and guts. All, it's like all of Reddit. It's like fighting guts. Blood and guts. <laughs> I am. I'd put all three of you on my team. I mean, I'm sacrificing a spot by putting Lambert on there, but yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. You need someone to take the beating yeah. at, at the beginning. So I'll go. I'll you know I'll take the bumps and you everything. Take the heat. Yeah, I'm cool yeah. with that. Take the heat. That's, that's fine. Yeah. John, John and I on the comeback for sure. Yeah. Oh, Connor. Yeah. Connor. I'm I mean, he's, he's the brickhouse. Connor. Connor's coming in and just wrecking shit on everybody. Yeah, I'm excited to see what this new Connor Casey. Uh, character is going to be. This is, oh, thank you, John. There's, there's a lot of rumor and innuendo out there in the internet world about who who truly is Connor Casey, and uh, that was a unique suit you had there. Oh yeah, it was very unique. It looked big. Was it was <laughs> was it not yours? No, it was mine. It looked big on you, and it's actually a little tight on me. Oh, because he's ripping through it. Now. He is. Yeah, he's very Rip Bison over here. You got. Open up. Very slow man. Doesn't need to manage. He could get in there he and filled it out. Yeah. No, I, I, I am, I am purely a manager. My neck uh, would very much like to remain intact. So that's. Tell me about it. My neck has been sore for three days after the bump I took this past weekend. Yeah, you got um, punched. How I was got that? Punched. Well, so it was getting punched. But what a lot of people don't realize, if you've ever seen the Monster Factory ring, it is a high ring. It is probably a good five feet off the ground if not more than that and so i took it and then i I take the punch and i spin and i go down and the way i went down i went down near a chair the chairs were really close to so i tried to like avoid hitting my freaking head on chair and um i guess the way i turned my neck i was like oh my god and then there's this little kid who was dropping f-bombs at me as i was on the ground (laughs) and i'm like all right i am not doing this again so, uh, <laughs> did you punch the kid bumps, buddy uh did i punch the kid no yeah. i didn't punch a kid that's called assault <laughs> and it, not if it's in it's pro wrestling you can get away with anything oh okay have you seen the stuff they've gotten away with on pro yeah. wrestling I, kidnapping I like setting people on fire electrocuting balls you can do anything sleeping with the fishes confines of pro wrestling. i think those people are in on the gag yeah mm. could the kid might have been as mean <laughs> as he was being you he don't was know. Being very me, I told his father to wash the kid's mouth out with soap <laughs> and wash his underarms after because he needed. Did to. you? That's what I told the father. Yeah, <laughs> that's tremendous. Uh, Cher Delaware is complaining that she is not here. So add Cher Delaware. All right, hold on. Let me let me send Cher Delaware. I gotta go soon. Are, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> well, we were gonna do this at noon, but then we moved it up to eleven because I was so like, you I moved gotta get up without a telling me. I've got a 10 milligram melatonin floating through my system. So <laughs> take a nap, John Alba. What take are you doing here? I'm I'm letting you take a nap. You should be you should be thanking me. I don't you should nap. be thanking me. Yeah, I, I booked you yes. for a show that I canceled, so now your time is free. You so you can take a nap. Me. But now you can take a nap. I don't See, nap. I, I've, I've been learn. saying for weeks, though, he so he runs a sloppy shop. This poet or pose, you should have heard my promo last week. And now yeah. my wife, Cher Delaware, wants to get in the stream. There she is. 
There oh. she is. What's Hello. up, man? What are you doing? In She's the darkness. I'm She's on the, I'm on the clock, as you can see. Ah, of course. <laughs> so are we technically. Well, I am. I don't know. I, these other, these other losers don't have jobs. Hi, hi, I'm on my lunch break. <laughs> I got I got a job. I work late. I work late night here. How are we, sweetie? Don't talk to me. Wow. Are, are we, we are we gonna, You guys got three counselors right here. Is this for yeah, real? It's okay. After <laughs> everything we've been through. Do you see the freaking drama you caused, Jeremy Lambert? What I'm, did I do? I'm a professional in divorce. Wow. What did I do? Wow. You this are a divorce like, professional. This is fair. I'll give you that. This is like when the fiance just accuses me of, of nothing. And I just I just get in trouble all the time. Yeah, was, that's marriage. Yeah, that is marriage. Get used to it. I'm not even married. I know that. I mean, I am married. <laughs> You're not married. Hi, honey. Will you stop? <laughs> I just go by what the internet says. No, you yeah, perpetuate. The internet been saying you two are a couple. No, I no, perpetuate. You perpetuate that? it. Are you kidding me? The yeah. The queen of perpetuation. Wait, I is this the internet rumor that you two were an item? I think it was on Reddit. Okay. I literally posted about my future husband changing their last name. To my last name to piss off my ex-husband and you said i did not agree to this no <laughs> no one mentioned you jonathan nobody jonathan delaware you know. <laughs> john delaware really sounds like a porn name like john you know it's a rock star name john denver god what don't say it? that <laughs> Oh my goodness. I mean, John Delaware is actually kind of a cool name. Yeah. Jeremy Lambert would love to marry me. I've kissed you, your hair yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What, what is this? I'd, I'd marry you, Jonathan Alba. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd have to explain that to the person I'm going to marry, but. That's, yeah. that's a fair point. Yeah. That is and true. is that the Big East uh, hoodie that was on sale in Nashville? Yeah. Yes. Nice. I also have. The Becky and E, all of the shirts that they came, but they're in larges because that's what Emilio sent me. Ah. <laughs> oh, they're like dresses. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. What has happened? Sorry, I feel like channel, I killed the whole relationship. Sherry, you look so sad. I'm I thought super sick. Why Why are you... Jonathan Ross Sapp is sick. What is happening? You need me to run out and get you anything from Walgreens. <laughs> Look at that. Such a nice man. That's so sweet. That is sweet. I'm so sweet to her. How can you a, be bad? A romantic gesture. So sweet. That's a romantic gesture. There are times where she's really sweet to me, and then there's times where she is not. Yeah, that's that's marriage. Like, right. <laughs> exactly. It is marriage. When am I not nice to you, Jonathan? Like the beginning of this stream. You're very mean to people, Cher. I am not. Connor Casey, have I ever been mean to you? Not that I can recall. 
Exactly. Yeah, but you like I think you like like, exactly. like Connor. You're very like, you're mean to me. You're mean to John Alba. You're mean. You to actually Sean. literally commented on YouTube. I'm looking at it right now. I don't like John Alba. Is that being mean or is it being? Uh, I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> I, being honest. Given that I literally put a ring on your finger, I would. <laughs> that is Wait a second. You're what? not wearing Which one? it. That's not my problem. Which? Oh, oh no. Oh no. Scandal. It was an aquamarine Scandal. ring as well. It was beautiful. Birthstone, and this would be rebirthstone. It was an aquamarine. And ring. I, I got it from I hate St I, I hate Steven Singer after listening to something to wrestle one time in 2018. I wear men at wrestling shows will leave me alone because they'll think I'm married. That's why I wear these rings. When is the when is y'all's wedding? Or are you already married? Did you we just actually like got a discount by doubling up at your wedding? So oh nice. Oh, very is nice. Luther well, doing nice. your ceremony as well? I, I thought you weren't even going to his wedding. Jonathan Alba, you're not coming. Where did you get this information from? <laughs> I literally never said that to you. I don't Bill Pearl asked me to be his date, so Wow. Oh, wow. You didn't even ask your wife to, to be that uh, is unbelievable. The date to Jeremy's Jeremy, wedding? I never told oh. her I wasn't coming to her wedding. I don't know where she's getting that from. <laughs> Cher's breaking the news of, of my wedding to me of, of who's coming and who's not. <laughs> I, better question. Are you going to be Joel Pearl's date? <laughs> that is a good, good yeah. question. Okay. Nice. His wife doesn't want to leave the baby. Joel Pearl's not over 40. You, you, you're your he list. He looks nothing like that, that like Cash Wheeler. What are you doing? Jonathan's <laughs> not even over 30. So Where are you? Jonathan Alba is twice is twice the men of everyone, though. So yeah. technically he it's is over 40. I have an Emmy. You yeah. were invited <laughs> with Erica. I was, I in was invited with Erica. This is a fair <laughs> point. I we was given a plus one. My invitation said my name. And then that the guest must be 40 plus. Yeah. <laughs> That's what your invitation was. Very nice. We had pops on the invitation. Connor Casey was listed as interim pillar to post champion on his invitation. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh my goodness. SP3 will get his invitation in like five weeks when he's finally back in America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah, I get, what, then I'll get a, a longest stay pop. What are you huh? doing in the UK there, brother? Working, being a father, just the usual. I can like, I can do this anywhere. To the UK, he's supporting oh, Wrestle Talk. It's what they yell. Getting their video. That is true. Uh, bought a bought an apartment out here, so I can make some money in the UK. Mm. Outside of Wrestle Talk. Yeah, flipping it. What That's what we do. Okay. Interesting. I don't remember. Sorry, my. Arthritis is all flared up, so that's why I like keep moving. I'll around. give you a massage as you need. Oh my yeah. god, shut the fuck up! <laughs> that was so awesome. Wow. Oh no! All right, oh my god. we're gonna end this before we get sued for I don't know what. But Spousal abuse. Thing that, and every time John says anything on Twitter, they're gonna post. Oh my god, shut the fuck up, John. <laughs> Uh, story of my last three relationships anyway Sherry, <laughs> do you want to plug anything um no not really don't follow john alba on twitter nobody does it's fun uh, oh, oh. 
John Alva, do you want to plug anything? I hear you do podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone check out the Matt Hardy Extreme Life of Matt Hardy podcast every Friday on ad-free shows uh, and the yeah, other podcast. I don't even know. I, I think I host <laughs> DDP Snake Pit now. Um, How nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've hosted like eleven of the last twelve episodes, so I feel like I probably host that show now. That's fair. Um, that's so that's cool. I get to talk to Jake the Snake Roberts and Diamond Dallas Page. Uh, uh, yeah, Top Guy Weekend in Chicago. Sorry, uh, Hoffman Estates. It's oh, cool. I'll see you in Chicago, John. We'll see each other. Fake Chicago is what it's called. Yes, fake I'm Chicago. In term Chicago. I will have. <laughs> Are so I will not be stranded this year. That's we'll, we'll have dinner. We'll have dinner again, guys. So, so oh, people no. can get bad. Connor Casey, do you want to plug anything? Um, yeah, follow my stuff on Comic Book. The Brian Gewurz interview goes up today. Are you going, Connor? To... No, 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 not until they start putting us in press boxes. Yeah, Connor's Boy, going howdy. to strike yeah. against AEW. I, I mean, you're not wrong. treatment. You're not wrong. That that would be greatly appreciated. I will not be there. I know you're all very sad. That I am sad. There. We could have I, made up for karaoke this time with me actually having a voice. That would be. We're nice. gonna do karaoke at my wedding. Yeah. Okay. Uh, your wedding. I put in PTO for the day after today. There you go. See, see, Cher knows what she's doing. The other dorks need to take a day off from the wrestling news on Monday. I told you nothing's gonna happen if Sean and I aren't working. Nothing happens in the world of wrestling and we don't work. Never. I mean, the one time I tried to text Sean so he could scoop Vince McMahon's retirement, he was watering his fucking lawn. He was touching grass so he, he could touch grass. grass. Everyone keeps telling him to touch grass. He didn't even That's know very important. And it's later. Like, who the fuck waters their lawn for 45 minutes? A big lawn. It's Kentucky. No, They're weird. Very small lawn. <laughs> Yankee <laughs> power. I'm not doing the wave during all out. Don't be a jabroni. <laughs> SV3, do you want to plug anything? Just, I don't know what's going on here. Just follow <laughs> me on the Twitter machine at True Hill SP3. You see me on FMC on Mondays. Pillar to Pulse when Jeremy, uh, you know, you know, follows follows my directions. Like and my your guy demand. won't show up. I can't my demand. When my that. demands are met, you can see me back on Pillar to Post, where I am the real face of the show, the uncrowned champion. I can't help that. Probably. Uh, thank thank yeah. all four of you for doing whatever this was today. <laughs> uh, it was a wrestling conversation, and then John Alva showed up and just decided... <laughs> here's what we're doing i was not asked a wrestling question during the course of this i asked cora jade i asked about cora jade i gave you a response to it and and, then nothing came from that so i don't know what to tell you uh thanks everybody we'll be back later on at some point with something bye